welcome to the Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Mom's Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. Available on Amazon in all different formats, in paperback, in Kindle, and in audio. You can listen to an audio book if you want to. Won't be my voice, so it's a little bit weird, <laughs> but you can give it a shot. Hey guys, thanks so much for being here today. Um, I am excited to bring to you a great episode that is going to be chock full of some how-to stuff because I know, because this is what's showing up in all of my conversations with my coaching clients right now, I know that you need to get more done, right? It's just it's kind of the way January goes for us. We are off to the races. Our, you know, our kids get back into all their routines. Our family gets busy with all the stuff that we get busy with. Um, you know, we, we may do the New Year's resolutions thing. I'm not a big fan of that, but a lot of people do. And they start trying to get, you know, more workouts in or more healthy meals in or more quality time in. Whatever it is, it all kind of hits in January, doesn't it? So we feel that need to sprint ahead and get more out of the 24 hours a day that we have. And you know, time, I talk about it all the time because time is really what defines you as a mom. I mean, if there's one currency that is the most important, the hardest to earn, the toughest to keep, the most precious to not waste, <laughs> um, it's time, right? And so we have to figure out how to make the best use of our time. And as you know, this is something I am passionate about is that if you spend your time on your priorities, you're going to feel really good. You're going to feel successful and productive. So that's one of the first things that I just want to lay the foundation here is that if you want to be productive, make sure first and foremost that the things that you do choose to spend your time on really are your choice. And guys, I get it. You know, I understand that maybe you know, sitting at the hockey rink, freezing your butt off while you're waiting for your kid to finish hockey practice might not feel like something you really want to do. But I bet if we pull the layers back a little bit, the reason you've signed up for doing that sort of thing um, has something to do with your commitment to taking, you know, getting your kids different opportunities or, or being able to um, make them able to participate in things with, you know, building friends and character and sportsmanship and all that kind of stuff. So it may feel sometimes like it's not a whole lot of fun, um, but it might actually, you know, support one of your core priorities. And I always want to point back to that because if you're really, really working hard, but you're spending your time on the wrong things, you're not going to feel productive. Okay. Now, let's talk about the things, let's, let's know that we are, in general, honoring our priorities. We're going to set the stage there. We are purposeful. We've chosen as much as we can, um, you know, the things that align with our priorities. And then there are a few things like, oh, I don't know, housekeeping, laundry, stuff I hate to do, but because I don't want to live in a pit, <laughs> they have to get done, right? So let's talk about how to get all the things that you are committed to getting done done as quickly as you can and as well as you can without causing a whole lot of stress. Well, the very first hack is establishing something of a routine. Now, I have clients who, you know, generally they identify themselves as creative types of one sort or another. And this is generally the group of people who buck against me when I say routine. 
And I'm not saying you have to do anything rigid. I, and, and this may not work for you, but I want to throw it out there because I have seen the results so many times over with this one little tweak. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be a routine every day. For instance, you can have a day that you, you can pick one day in your routine where you do not work. Okay. So say Mondays or Wednesdays or Fridays, whatever day, it is not a work day for you. You don't do any client work. You don't work on your business on a marketing plan. You don't answer email, nothing. That day you are off the grid and you get to use that however you want. If you're currently working in an environment with a team that you manage, maybe you choose this day. You know how all of our time can get caught up with meetings and meetings and meetings and calls and calls and calls. Maybe you could make it a no meeting Wednesday or a no meeting Monday and just have that one day where everybody knows they've got a bit of a buffer to do some of the other things that come up during the week. And so you know that you have that buffer to get some things done during the week. I typically do not schedule clients on Mondays. Mondays are my days to clean out the fridge, do meal planning, go grocery shopping, return the dry cleaning or pick up the dry cleaning, return movies, whatever it is. That's what I like to spend my days doing. And if I can volunteer at the school on a Monday, so much the better, because that's a day that is not me juggling all of the work criteria and my brain isn't in work mode. So finding a little bit of a routine, even if it's just one day a week that you don't work is going to absolutely help you be more productive the rest of the days. Another great idea, you know, I've talked about um, in my book, one of the things we cover, we have a whole chapter on productivity hacks, hacks in uh, Moms Mean Business. One of the things I cover is I call it the four cues of productivity. And it's just a visual way to break down what must be done, your, your to-do list, into a bit more of a priority list, having uh, four quarters, you know, Q1, quarter one is um, having you put things in there that make you money. That's you put all of the things on your to-do list that will generate money. You put them in that one. In Q2, you put things that lead to making money. So these are things like marketing and, um, you know, sending out some brochures, making some calls. They may not necessarily result in a, in a paycheck or an invoice at that moment, but they are generations. Uh, generating leads and generating opportunities for sales in the future. In the third quarter, you put your administrative tasks, things that must be done, but don't make money. So that is when you answer email, when you process invoices, when you uh, train your team on things that they need to learn on new processes, when you create new processes and systems that help your business be stronger, when you install that new software that you bought that you've been dreading installing because it might you know, wreck your email, whatever it is, right? And in Q4, you put in everything on your to-do list that is actually showing up as a bit of a time suck. These are things that don't actually need to get done right now, or they don't need to get done by you, or maybe just maybe they don't need to be done at all. And so for anything that you put into the fourth quarter on your four cues of productivity list, you can write down whether or not you want to defer it. And if you're going to defer it and not try to get it done today, then you want to put the date that you're deferring it to. And then you want to mark that on your calendar so you don't forget to come back and do it. And that way you can let go of the energy focusing on that thing that really doesn't need to be occupying your energy and your focus right now. If you're going to delegate it, then you put down a name of the person that you're delegating to, and then you immediately take an action 
to contact that person and let them know that you're delegating it to them. Okay. Let's get it off your plate. Another thing you can do if you don't want to use the four cues of productivity, again, that's one visual way of processing your to-do list that, you know, I do to-do lists once a week or sometimes every day. It just depends. If you don't want to do that, you might want to try a mind map. And I have so many clients that swear by these. There are a lot of great products out there um, that you can try. Um, MindMeister, M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com is one of them. It's just really simple. You may just draw it out on a piece of paper if you're not wanting to use the computer, if you're more um, of a person that likes to use like a a calendar or an agenda, a paper calendar or planner, that might be more satisfying for you to draw it out so you can see it in your planner. Mind maps really, really help with productivity because you can kind of see at just a glance how the actions you are taking are helping you produce the results you want, hence making you feel more productive. Another great technique, and we list this one in the book too, is the Pomodoro technique. If you haven't heard of it, the reason it's called Pomodoro, Pomodoro actually means tomato in Italian. And so it's kind of a funky name, but I guess it's the, um, the timers, you know, like a kitchen timer. <clears throat> they used to use a kitchen timer that looked like a big red tomato. <clears throat> so hence the name of Pomodoro, because Pomodoro says, the Pomodoro te- technique says, set your timer for 25 minutes. And during that time, you put amazing intense laser focus on the task at hand that you want to get done. All it is is 25 minutes. And during that 25 minutes, absolutely nothing else gets your attention. So you turn off your phone, you put it in another room, you turn off the internet, you get off your computer, whatever you need to do. You don't answer any calls. You don't do anything other than that 25 minutes of intense focus. And you know, after the 25 minutes, you take a five minute break and you also twist the timer again to five minutes and you give yourself a break. And at that point you get up, you walk around, grab some water, go take a quick walk outside or call a friend or check out Twitter or Facebook, whatever you need to do is a distraction, but you must stop the work. You've got to be very disciplined so that you can be ready to go again and give that focus. And when you're ready, when you're done with your five minute break, then you turn the timer back to 25 minutes and you focus on the next bit of the task at hand, or you finish up what you were working on before. And even if you only get, you know, two or three of these cycles in a day, I mean, you could conceivably get in a lot more depending on, you know, how big a chunk of time you have to work during the day or the evening. But even if you only get two or three of these in, you're going to get more done because of the laser focus that you put on the task at hand then you would get done spreading it out all day and being mildly distracted throughout the day, okay? So that's a really, really fun way to do it if you're just, especially if you've got one of those tasks that you're dreading. I mean, you can do it for 25 minutes, right? You can do 25 minutes of work and it's, it's, you know, it's gonna feel so good to get that off your plate if you've been dreading it for a while, okay? All right, the next fun hack is to look for ways, of course, that you can outsource some of the smaller tasks. You know, if you haven't tried using Fiverr, that's F-I-V-E-R-R.com, or Elance, E-L-A-N-C-E.com, or Odesk, just like it sounds, Odesk.com, these are freelancers who sign up, could be just like you and me, 
And you sign up, you create a profile, and you list the kinds of tasks and services that you offer. And when I go onto any one of these sites and I'm looking for someone to create me some new basic icon, like I just, I'm working on a cute marketing piece, a brochure, or a little thing I want to put in a blog post. And I just want to get a couple of basic designs done. I'll just go on Fiverr or Elance and, you know, reach out to somebody and find someone who can do that. I've used Elance as well to find someone who does uh, transcriptions of these podcasts. So you hear me talking and then I've trained this woman that I found on Elance who's wonderful to actually not just transcribe my, my podcast, but to turn them into blog posts for me. So talk about productivity. I speak it once and it gets repurposed. It gets used as a podcast once and then it gets used as a blog post later. And I am not doing that myself. That would not be a smart use of my time. Outsource things like that so you can shake your moneymaker and be the CEO of your business that you are. Another thing that I find works so well is if you're really hoping to be to get a few things done, and you know these are really important, three, okay? I want you to pick the top three things that have to get done today. And then I want you to write those top three things done. These are, you will not go to bed feeling happy if you did not get these three things done. Write them on a post-it note, may, uh, take a picture of it, make it your screensaver on your phone and your tablet, um, post it in your pantry, post it in your car, wherever it needs to be to make sure that you have a visual reminder that you get those things done. You wanna keep them in front of you all day, okay? That is so helpful. It's just three things. And sometimes our mind is so cluttered with 50 or 100 things on a to-do list. You can't get all of those done. Pick the top three so that you get to feel productive at the end of the day. Whew, golly, I have been talking fast, my friends, trying to get those in. There are so many more, but those are some of the ones that I just went over on some recent coaching calls that I have with my clients this week. So I hope they're helpful to you too. That's it for today's show. I hope you have a great week. Stay tuned and I will be back with you next week on the Mindful Solution Show at 10 a.m. Eastern, as I always am on Wednesdays. Until next time, I'm Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Take care.